Hello, wrestling fans. What charisma? Hey, that's me. Today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yo again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma. Once again, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. And well, hopefully the uh, the technology gods won't bite us in the backside this week, as we were uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a week off last week. Yeah, we kept trying to try, but something just wasn't working out. I don't know what it was, but it just wasn't meant to be. As they say. Yeah, yeah. Zoom just kept. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't happening. Oh. And after after a certain number of tries, it was just like it wasn't meant to be. I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh well, so hopefully we we'll have better luck this week. We'll do this. We'll do the same matches again. So hopefully it won't um won't freeze up like last time. So yeah, we did take the time to to let them play, not really preview them, but but let them play. No no issues. So fingers crossed that we're uh, we're all good. Or they just really don't want the world was doesn't want us to review those matches. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's go and get started then. All right, so the first match for today is brought to us by Old School Wrestling TV over on the YouTube. It is the late Diamond Stud and Oz versus Tom Zink and Big Josh from September 21st, 1991. WCW, and you, did we figure out if this was a uh, main event? We didn't. No, I, I, we, we didn't figure much out besides why is this freezing up our computers. <laughs> That's right. We didn't so, get far enough in detail. <laughs> yeah. All right. But all right. Well, well if I'm you zero are, whenever you're ready. All right. We'll get to set the zero at home and we will hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. That's the graphic there. I still think it's an odd team of Big Josh and Z Man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, to say, to say the least. So, has he got an axe handle or is it a two by four? Uh, looks like an axe handle. Okay. So, what happened to his, to the to the head? That mask, that whole Oz mask and hat gimmick thing is so. Yeah, Diamond Steel was raised around without the chains. That's all it was. Yeah. And the fake accent. Oh, oh yeah, it, I'm just saying, but the look. You know, and this this is power hour. hour. Oh, it is? Okay. Yep. I knew it was going to be one of them. So I, was thinking, I was, knew as soon as we got to see the crowd, we could tell we knew it wouldn't be Saturday night by the just, yeah. And, and, and that's power with one R. <laughs> I was waiting to see gotcha. if that joke landed. What were you saying? What happened with the the sharp point of what? the? Yeah, of the, the, axe? Head of the axe. He used that for a gimmick oh. on somebody. Oh Jesus! <laughs> or nobody wanted to work Matt Bourne with a deadly object. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Would you trust Matt Bourne with a, a fully functional axe? No. Okay. Then. <laughs> Not from some of the stories I've heard. <laughs> Man. And there's some green, some green tights there. Yeah, on uh, those boots. Is that the, is that the? I wonder if he still has those Oz Oz boots, or if he burned those. He probably burned them. <laughs> he said, "I'm getting." He burnt the the whole the whole outfit. 
There's some big punches there. It was before he, uh, yeah, but they, they, he got way better. Oh, yeah. I'm saying to be as green as he is right now, this is, um, punches the gut look good. Wow. Yeah. Not really bad at all to be, oh, he, oh he's on his back. <laughs> so he gave him a sleeper hold or just, what is, just, is he raking his eye? What is he doing? <laughs> He's just he's kinda, kinda, I think he had about the nose there for a minute. Yeah, it looks like he's just kind of got him. And... <laughs> All right. We'll snap Mary him over. Yep, there he goes. That was gingerly, wasn't it? Yeah. He <laughs> don't want to don't want to take off Matt. Love to say. Yeah. Yeah, his punches don't look that bad to be a big green guy. Oh, nice float over. Here we go. Oh, folded him up. Oh, yep. Oh, here we go. Not as bad. Oh, that was as, even worse. Yeah, not as bad as that. Was on his this is on his shoulder, though. Yeah, they're like, put zinc in, please. <laughs> yeah, hauling it on his shoulder on that. Oh, you can see, he's, <laughs> he felt that. Z Zinc's like, why aren't they pumping and feeding for me? It's like they're hurt. Yeah, they just got killed a, a boy. <laughs> Form. They gonna start the heat already? They gonna no fire back up. Looks like Hall's trunks are a little cut a little high in the back, ain't they? Yeah, he's, he's oh, got nice some. Frog. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody missed the hip toss, didn't they? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he went rolled right through it. <laughs> Last minute, he tried to he tried to jump. You, you <laughs> can was... tell Hall wasn't making any money at the time with those trunks either. Yeah, they're that's a bedazzler on the, <laughs> the part that says stud. <laughs> and they're cut way high in the back. Test of strength. Yeah, he's just letting a little booty meat hang out. It's fine. What is look at Nash's eyes? I like his facials. He's got good facials. That's what she said. Yeah. There we go. I was like, there's no way he's gonna to power up out of that. Josh trying to get, get the people up. Well, maybe he's gonna power up. Well, I think it's wrestling. Of course he's gonna power up. <laughs> yeah. Big boots. Fan, fan cheers are, are like steroids. So, I mean. Yeah. Like a, like a shot of energy. Or steroids. Right. Oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> Come back up, maybe? What are we going to do? Tom Jinks going to stare at Kevin Nash's pecker. I know. Oh, that camera angle, that did not look right. Did you see that? <laughs> that head bobbing. <laughs> I mean, it didn't look good for Zink, but... Uh, Go on, you cat. Whatever you want to do, Daddy. Oh, monkey flip! Wow, that's probably the last monkey flip Kevin Nash ever took. Exactly, that's what I was thinking too. It probably his first and his last. Okay, working the arm. Man, well, nice little trip. Those pants are so tight. Yeah. Almost looks like 
spandex almost. Why, why are they bumping around a nearly seven foot man like that? I know. I don't. I don't get it either. These are the uh, these are the old school guys who are supposed to get it, and they're just bumping the crap out of a seven foot man. But they weren't worried about him drawing any money down the road. They just wanted to get themselves over. So. Exactly what I was gonna say. It's all it was about. Oh, that was a horrible looking punch. Oh, he smacked. Him. Oh, got a headlock. Shoot him off. Big boot. Did he move? Yeah, the, he moved just, from the. Uh, there's the oh! roll. Yeah, that that's the rolling log deal. Oh no! Do you got the ad? Yep, sure do. Son of a buck. Just let it go through. Oh, well, mine mine says video play after ad, so. Yeah, mine too. You got some couple playing a card game or a board game or something on your yep. commercial, Snickers commercial? Yep. I don't get the same commercial for once. <laughs> All right, you're back on? Yes, sir. Okay, that, that little log roll popped, man, because the little kid in the front row was about to lose his crap. <laughs> yeah. He jumped up and down. I would that stiff too, because he's wearing them the work boots. He ain't wearing wrestling boots. I was gonna say he's not. He's wearing yeah. He don't I, have, I I can't tell. Oh, actually, those might be wrestling boots that are made to look like them. Because looking at the soles, those don't don't have work the soles boots. Are soles. Black. Yeah, those are black soles. Yeah, he might have them. I had them put on, or just had the boot made to look like a work boot. Yeah, think back in. Not really a good flow to this. Oh, no. I thought my head, I thought my head like takeovers look bad. That one, second was a lot better. Yeah, First one yeah. Was rough. Oh, that and he about drove his shoulder in the mat. Okay, y'all need to stick to just brawling because yeah, y'all's wrestling ain't ain't too smooth. They can, play, they can play with the hair. Yeah. Yeah. How's he getting his? What's he doing? Oh, he's. I thought he was getting something out of his tape. Did you see that? He was getting his blade, bro. Do what? Getting his blade. He's about to get color for the diamond stud. I know. I was like, what is he doing? He he messed up his little armband gimmick. (laughs) Oh, gonna whip him in. What we got? Oh, another big leak frog. Oh, super kick. Eh. Oh, a mediocre kick. I was like, mediocre kick. Uh oh, we're going to the top. Oh, oh, he bye bye. Him. He hit him. Uh oh, got a big slam. Backbreaker. Another backbreaker. No, good slam on that one. I'm really surprised Matt Bourne just didn't slap him in the back of the head. Yeah, he was right. I thought he was going to hit him. You can tell uh, Nash is really green. He's trying to, I don't know really what he's kind of, is he no selling? He no sold that buckle, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. But Tom, Tom Zink always thought he was a bigger star than he was. No, that's a nice cross. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he always thought he was. Oh, close line. Boom. That looked good. So like Scott Scott here is, his body is in like 
it's in that middle phase from where he was from like AWA Scott Hall to, yeah. to Razor. Because Razor, he has leaned out even more than this. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess was, at the beginning, he's still pretty bulky, but, you know, he started but leaning still, out. He's bigger. Scott, Scott Hall, he's bigger. Yeah. So he's kind of in the, in the. Oh, that looked horrible. Yeah. Is that a puncher? Oh, God. It's, it's, he's it's, lost. It's, it's, yeah, well, I don't know if he's lost or blown up or what. Oh, he's, that was he's the lost. worst double knockout ever. <laughs> just shoot me, shoot me in, and I'm just gonna stand here like a dolt, and then we're gonna hit. <laughs> oh, hot tag! Here comes Bourne. Uh, hey, hey, would you see Scott Hall sneak that uh stomp in? Zinc uh -uh. was still in the ring after the tag. Scott fed in. He stomped on Zinc and then took his punch. Well. Oh, they cut him off. Shoot him in. Duck. He'll give him. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, Zink. Okay, so what happened now? Zink grabbed Hall. Uh oh. Oh, he's They're got his gimmick. The finish. They're going to miss the finish. They... Oh, the they... DQ finish. They missed the whoopee cushion, oh, too. Yes. Good job, WCW cameraman. Yeah, you didn't see what. Um, you didn't see. Uh, Born come off the he come off the top with it. No, he just did the the running off the ropes whoopee cushion. Okay, never see it. No, still didn't see it. <laughs> Hits him with his own gimmick. You know, all right, just just cut off. Yep. Yeah. Here's my thing. Both these are undercard. All four of them undercard guys. You couldn't. It, it ain't gonna hurt nobody to do a job here. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure they've all done plenty. Yeah. Specifically, born or, or not, not born. I'm in zinc. What's that? I said specifically zinc. Yeah, and my thing is, '91 WCW, especially what he says, Power Hour. Yeah, that show wasn't burning up the ratings, so it will not. I don't think a lot of people would have seen it, so it wouldn't hurt anybody. <laughs> oh wait, well, that was something. Yeah, that was something. What? What about Nash unsafe? Off, I was gonna say, what about unsafe Matt Bourne? Um, Nash started off good, then he got you tell he got lost, yeah. And we got lost, his punches started looking bad. But, um, that one that double leap frog hip toss that got way messed up. But, um, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I think Nash Nash did better than I thought he was going to do. I thought he, he did a lot better, like I said, he did get lost at the toward the end there. But at the beginning of it, he did, I thought he did pretty good. So it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, you know, it, it was definitely a a time filler match for a syndicated show, you know. I think they're so. both doing fine until they both got dropped on their friggin' heads. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's a little rough there, especially doing. I mean, Hall's big, but Nash. I mean, that's too big of a guy to be doing that too, you know. Well, and not only that, like land the guy flat is really easy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really easy. But but I think Matt Bourne did that. He, from the stories I've heard about him, I think he meant to do that, you know. Absolutely. From the stories I've heard. So, well, it wasn't as bad as I was going to be. So, and um, a couple of those headlock takeovers were pretty rough, but it's, it was, it was, I mean, it wasn't bad, you know. So, I'll give it a, I'll give it about a three out of 10. No, I'll give it about a four. It wasn't bad. We've seen worse. Yes, we have. <laughs> I've, I've picked worse on purpose before. Do what? I said, I've picked worse on purpose before. Yeah. I'm concerned when I saw the, the title of it. It's better than I thought it was going to be. You've probably heard us mention crowbarpress.com. 
but let's get real for a moment. Scott Teal is CrowbarPress.com. Scott has been writing about professional wrestling since 1968 and has edited, written, and published more than 100 books on the subject. Scott was also honored by both the Cauliflower Alley Club and the George Tragus Luthez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame for his contributions as a professional wrestling historian and journalist. All this to say, Scott knows his stuff. But if you're not a big reader, hey, that's okay. CrowbarPress.com also has DVDs, magazines, photos, posters, and t-shirts, all fit for you or the old school wrestling fan in your life. So please, do us a favor and support our friend, friend of the show, Scott Teal, by visiting CrowbarPress.com professional wrestling legends in print and video. All right. So now you're up. All right. From my up at, up at bat, it is brought to us by Randall G. The match is Ernie Ladd versus Haystacks Calhoun. Um, and this is from Madison Square Garden in November of 1975. So 75? Yeah. Okay. So hmm. if, you, if you are set and ready and zeroed out. I'm trying one second. I'm trying yeah. to think. What part of which part of seventy five you said it was? November. Okay, so he done left. I'm trying to think because he had, he had, um, if I can remember right, it might be before he left. But Lad went with Eddie Ihorn's IWA. So I'm wondering if this is this is probably before. I'm thinking this was yeah because he was like like the biggest heel. Yeah, he went with with the IWA, which that's um I don't know a lot about it, but at the time period, you know, a lot of guys didn't you know didn't go with IWA because it was considered outlaw, you know. So, so I'm thinking this is before that. All right. So who's doing death matches for Ian Rotten in 1975? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> All right. If you are set at zeros, my friend, and you're set for zeros at home, let's go ahead and hit play in three, two, one. Play the uh, big cat, Ernie Lad. Six foot nine, three hundred and ten pounds, covers the ground he walks on, or whatever he was. I don't know how much weight I was making all that up, but <laughs> he played for the Chargers, right? I think so. They were a couple teams, I think, but I, the one I yeah, necessarily know is the Chargers. It was the Chargers, yeah. Stepped over the top rope. Well, and those and ropes, those that, high, yeah. They're those high, the but they're high, stretchy. Those are the, uh, the old high WWF ropes. Oh, look at Haystacks. Cut the jig. Yeah, I mean, they're high, but, you know. They're also super bendy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, we were joking at the tapings one night that the people didn't tighten the ropes too well. Like, they ended up doing it, but, like, everyone was complaining about the ropes. <laughs> and we were all stepping over the top. And we're like, oh, this is that old WWF rope. We are, we're going to have to hit them full sideways brother style tonight. <laughs> He's complaining about something. Oh man, he's just like, oh, I've got a, yeah, I hurt my hurt my wrist and my thumb. It's, it'll be okay. Stand it back up. <laughs> I just wait to kill about twenty minutes right here. <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> Ernie Lad's a pro, baby. Yeah. Knees had already started to go. 
Well, well, by this time they were they were starting to get there. Oh, somebody's flash! Dang, that was bright. Oh, is he gonna shake? I thought he's holding his hand up for for a handshake. Oh, whoa! They're gonna give a sneak attack. <laughs> Look at that. They see. <laughs> It's so old school heels right there. <laughs> it's so slick too, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, brother. Just taking his time. Look how trim he was back then. Oh, there comes look, the handshake. Look, 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 look at the big, the big smile. Hey, baby, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, great facials. Here we go. We lock up. I just trading now. Well, oh, <laughs> oh, big, big splash. Oh, uh, this give another one. This may, this may, yeah, this may not be good. Well, come on, ref. I dare you to. I know to get, get in between, between them. them. <laughs> well, you know, back then, a lot of those refs were shoot, they weren't smart. Yeah. Oh, he just put himself in the barrel. <laughs> Whip him in. Well, oh, Ernie grabbed the bear hug and Calhoun bellied out of it. I don't know. This is. I guess. <laughs> I thought this would be better. Maybe they'll maybe they'll, maybe they'll get it off on track. But I just yeah, they're just starting off. You know, we'll start off slow and taper off. You know. <laughs> Working a headlock. Hmm. Sit, sitting in a headlock. He might be here for a while. Yep. Did you just ghost him? Maybe. I think he would. I think he ghosted him. <laughs> Man, he, he does have the thumb covered. That's what I'm saying. Up, up. I know what's coming. Uh, I think I know oh, what's coming. Oh, let's him off. Take the bump. <laughs> uh, we, we ain't done yet. It may happen. Yep. I'm in the corner. We're gonna give him. We're gonna give him a clean break, maybe. Oh, there we go. Get on him. Big choke. What's he doing? He's grabbing his overalls, but what? He's got the he's got the choke on one oh, side, that... and he's distracting on the other by grabbing the tights. Oh, okay, got it now. I see what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, warning him about that. He's choking the life out of the haystack. Exactly. Okay, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's awesome. He sees the size, <laughs> you don't see the choke. Ooh, big boot. Big forearm. Oh. It's a big forearm to the back. Boop, there's that little... Well, he's up to Tim Brooks. But yeah. That little... Sideways uppercut. Did, did Tim Brooks sell it like Ernie Ladd did? Good God. What a giant sell for a slow punch. I know. He did it again. I'm just going to give him the oh, big buckle. I'm just going to give him the boop on the head like he did Brooks in that match. Another big buckle. More buckles. <clears throat> oh. Well, shot to the ribs there. Man, much behind those punches. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, that was the last couple was a little better. 
My forearms aren't bad, but those little boops to the gut are nothing. <laughs> oh, is he going down his? No. Oh, got his thumbs in his eyes. Dang. Hey, what are you Reference. doing there? Yeah, well, <laughs> ref just like, oh, this ref. <laughs> yeah, this one of them refs that wasn't smart. Oh, going to the tights. I want to think he went to the trunks for something. The way he didn't go to the trunks, he's got that thumb. There's thumb. There he goes. Oh, there's the thumb. Yeah, this ref is. Um... <laughs> I'm not even sure he's a ref. It looks like he came to the show. Yeah. <laughs> is he gonna lie? He's is he just breaking his face now? Hmm. Is he trying to hard way him? With his thumb? What's well, all that tape on it? <laughs> oh, that looked good. That look, I think he did. I think he's hard waiting. Or he got it when we wasn't looking. Yeah, them kicks in the head look good. Look to get reference out of the way. <laughs> I like the fact that he just stays there on his knees and doesn't really move. Oh, he's 800 Heck oh. yes. Heck <laughs> yes. Oh, he's bleeding. I think. Without his hair. Bro, that. I, I don't I don't care that Ernie Lad putting that punch over. <laughs> oh, boom. No, I don't think he's bleeding. I think it's just his hair coming down in the front. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. Is it? Is it just his hair? Or is he bleeding? I don't see any blood. Okay, it just must be his hair. I mean, that ref's all on him now. So he wouldn't say nothing to him a minute ago. Yeah, no, well, look, he's trying. I I he, he, he may be trying to get it, but. Yeah, he was because he was holding his nose. Yeah. Them little gut shots. <laughs> I guess because he's so big. It is, oh, I think he got him in the ear on that one. Man. Yeah. All right. The match isn't good, but I'm enjoying watching Ernie, Ernie Ladd sell. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to bleed. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, what's the ref doing? They keep trying to get off from him. Uh, maybe because he's, he's on the ropes, or I guess he's on the ropes. I guess. Yeah, he is trying. Oh, that's a nice kick. That's a nice kick. It's <laughs> 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 selling. Love it. <laughs> Don't tell me Arnie Ladd didn't try to work hard. Oh, hey, that's a nice bump. The ref got in the way. 
Oh, man. Look at the ref. Is he counting him hanging out? What? He's counting him like wow. that. What the? This guy is not smart at all. I think hey, that that Ernie nice Ladge just won by count out. Well, hey, that was a nice bump Calhoun took to the ropes. That was a nice bump. For a big guy, that was really nice. I probably would have looked really better if he had a face full of blood when he did it, as opposed to that two those two trickles. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, that ref almost got flattened. He got right in the way. Oh, they're throwing stuff. <laughs> they're mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's it. Okay, that was pretty no. good. Uh, well, <laughs> let me rephrase. No, no, the match was terrible. The match was terrible. Ernie Lyde's selling was amazing. And Calhoun didn't make up for his lack of anything during the match with that bump, but it was a really good bump at the end. Yeah. But uh, not nearly as good as any bump that Ernie Lyde took that entire match. <laughs> Well, I think the whole thing, you know, is that, it, you know, and he's one of those things where you make fun of, you make fun of stuff nowadays, you know, there was some stuff a little on the wacky side back then too, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think the whole psychology of, it don't matter how bad Haystack's stuff looked, because he was so big, it, 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 you know, to the people. But yeah, it's that, that old psychology of those big guys, no matter how, just them touching you, you know? supposed to have a fact so but yeah he it was also you like if you're super over it doesn't matter what you do and i'm yeah, assuming sure. his he was still pretty he was still really over at this time yeah well yeah because he didn't you know oh we talked about before he was one of those attraction people yeah so, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah 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 no hey, so hey he probably probably into... wasn't your uh your your every night main event 30 minute guy yeah. so you know it he said, you said it's this is Master Square Garden. So it's a 75. He probably did Master Square Garden twice a year because they'd run it once a month. So he might did twice a year. So, yeah. So he's going to be over just from a. So, you know, so he wouldn't come in. He wouldn't come in and work like months in a territory. He was like Andre. No. He'd come in like Andre the champion. He'd come in, do a far week here, a week there. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. As far as I know, that's he was, yeah. Far as I know, that's the way it was. Few men have logged the miles, shaken the hands, and put in the work Chris Michaels has to become a pro wrestler. Pro wrestling proved to be everything a young boy dreamed it would be, but it also extracted a far greater toll on his body and soul than he ever imagined. Chris Michaels' book, Indestructible, chronicles a career spanning more than three decades, in which Chris has had cups of coffee in every major promotion, knocking on one door after another never getting that big break, but never, ever giving up. Michaels holds nothing back, sharing in his own words the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of pro wrestling. He shares humorous stories of ring mishaps and meeting his heroes, as well as reveals the failed relationships, broken promises, dead-end roads, and gut-wrenching injuries. A lesser man would have quit decades ago, but not Chris Michaels. He continues to do the drives, make the towns, and prove the fans and wrestlers alike that he is truly indestructible. Pick up your copy of Indestructible on Amazon.com, EatSleepWrestle.com, or directly from Chris Michaels himself. You won't regret it. 
So is that the same with the other big guys, like Happy Humphreys and stuff like that? They'd go to a week here, a week there, Bat and oh, Twins, oh, yeah. stuff like that. Was that their name, the Bat the and Twins? twins? <laughs> the Bat and Twins, no. <laughs> what, what, what was their names? The, the real big ones who rode the little motorcycles. The McGuire Twins. The McGuire Twins. Who are the Bat and Twins? <laughs> was that the Smoky Mountain Brothers who, like, showed up and then didn't? They worked everywhere. They worked for Jarrett's. They worked. World class. They're big in Puerto Rico. But the didn't, didn't they like just randomly quit Smoky Mountain because they didn't like the snow? Wasn't that the thing? No. They're from Eastern Kentucky. You're thinking about, oh, um, what was the, the dude from Georgia? Billy Black. Didn't sh- he didn't show up because of the snow. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. But now yeah, the, the McGuire twins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Batten twins worked forever. Uh, Barton, Brad Batten. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Cornette said he was he was going to push them at one point, and they just stopped making towns. Well, I can see that. Yeah, that probably happened. <laughs> so maybe I yeah. conflated the two stories because you said that one guy probably. was just like, yeah. "What's the snow? I can't make it to a town. How do you do it?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, the McGuire's. I mean, they were huge. Who? So when when you were going live, like to wrestling events live, who was your favorite attraction to come in? Um, or or was Jerry, or was Jerry not pay for attractions? Matches? Yeah, when you were going to matches. Oh, there wasn't such a thing as attractions then, because there were only the territories were done. The only attraction out there really left was Andre, and he was full time with, with Vince Junior by then. Um, so there really wasn't really wasn't no attractions left. I mean, I mean like I guess Abdul, but he was he basically split his time between Japan, Puerto Rico, and and Dallas. So. So I don't think you consider him attraction anymore. Um, well, like I always thought, I always think Kamala is an attraction wrestler. Like I grant, granted, I know he did full time in territories. Yeah, but you know, I, I figured by by the time you were going, that Kamala wouldn't be every night if he was even there at that time. I don't know if he was or not. No, no, no. He was. I don't know where he was. I guess he was in WWF at that time. I guess, but. Uh, no, there was no attractions left by the time I started going. Um, well, I guess really the only attraction I guess would say would be at that time period would be Jackie Fargo. Right. They'd bring him in, you know, once in a blue moon. Did you ever get to see him live? Mm-mm. Never did. No. Because toward the end of the 80s, he very rarely, they only use, gosh, he might do, I don't, they might have brought him into Memphis, but I'm a, I don't ever remember him bringing him into Nashville. It, it, you know, through that time period, the late 80s that I was going. So, so I really wasn't, um, really wasn't a, um, I guess because the territories were dead, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'm assuming that um, you had. Yeah. I, yeah. Because like Andre was like the last real attraction. And like I said, he doesn't start, you know, doing full time for for Junior, Vince Junior. So, but uh, now nah, the attractions were, you know, 60s and 70s, you know, that, you know, when, ter- when there was territory that, you know, your attractions it was your uh andre and haystacks well, and, um, your world and, champion well and then women little people women midgets I mean, you still call them midgets can't you so that that one's like weird gray area mm. because some little people are like no that's that's what i am you know you know and then there's dwarves and whatever and then some are like you can't call us anything but little people so i it's gray area uh I know, I know Hornswoggle will only call himself a midget. Mm. If you say little person mm. to him, he'll, he'll go, I'm a midget. So I don't know. 
I, I, I really don't know. Hmm. Which could lead into a whole discussion about today's world, but let's not do that. We're not that podcast. <laughs> oh man. We're we're just two dummies who like to watch old wrestling and yeah. stuff like um, that. But. Now, this is about the same time period as the other Haystacks, Haystacks match we watched with him against Killer Tim Brooks. Um, and he was moving a lot better, I felt like, in that Killer Tim Brooks match. He did. Um, I'm wondering because his a because <clears throat> Lad was big, right? Yeah. So he didn't want Lad to, I guess, just to I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because Brooks was smaller, so he could do more stuff, and Lad was a bigger guy, so it didn't. You know. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to get to. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean, really, all he did with uh, Brooks was throw some punches. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He, yeah, he he did he didn't do much. He threw some punches and sold, and, and you know, his and, punches and, look better though. Yeah, good God, yeah, because yeah, it's odd because it's this same time period, and his punches with Brooks were a lot better, and he did. Hey, hey who 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 won the match head. with Brooks? Same finish, wasn't it? You know, I think it was. Remember, he took a bump out and got counted yeah. out. I think. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, because I, I was going to say maybe his boo boo face that he was losing, but no, he lost that match with Tim Brooks. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, um, I don't think he got pinned a lot. I think when he lost, it was a count out. I think it was his gimmick. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how that's how all the attractions were, right? Andre never yeah, got yeah. pinned, but I'm sure Andre took yeah. the count out every now and then. Yeah. So. And that's how Lawler beat him, aka yeah. Midget beats Giant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the magazine. Yeah, that got him. So that got a bunch of stuff stirred up. They said, um, but yeah, his punch. I, I was thinking about it. Yeah, his punches didn't look as good. And I said, same time period. Um, maybe wasn't feeling good that night. I don't know. Yeah, it's all right, baby. Ernie was there to try to make it entertaining. He was his selling. I loved his selling. And I don't know what's up. Did they? Did he try to get hard way and it just didn't didn't go or something? I don't know if he tried to get hard way or. He got color and it just wouldn't go. Mm, I don't know. That was yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't go. He was holding his nose, squinting, and everything else, and it, it just wasn't going. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Lad made that made it entertaining. Definitely made it entertaining. Um, he he did his best to save that. Yeah. It wasn't. So, go ahead. Sorry. It wasn't as like I said. It wasn't as good as the um all around as the uh, match with Calhoun and Kelton Brooks. But it still I don't think it was bad. I mean. Because Lad saved it, like I said, he saved it, so it made it, it made it, it made it viewable. wasn't bad. Like I said, we've seen worse. <laughs> if, if Ernie Lad wouldn't have sold so entertainingly, I would be apologizing for this match right now. It was so bad. Yeah, he said he saved it. Yeah, but like I said, you know, Calhoun might have been sick, might have been feeling good. You know, don't know. Um, well, what what um, what month did you say this was? November. Oh, cold New York. Probably wasn't feeling good. Bones is probably hurting. Yeah, I was probably thinking he wasn't feeling too good that night. And just, but yeah, because this point, like I said, if there had been like a big difference in time periods when that other match and this one, I'd say, yeah, he's working to slow down, but at the same time period. So he must have not been feeling, feeling well. But I mean, at, so, at the same so. time, though, Ernie Ladd was, you know, his knees were starting to go at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ernie Ladd didn't do it, he just sold. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, he, he had he had bad knees getting into wrestling because that's what ended his football career. Yeah, yeah, that's where he left football. Yeah, yeah. 
So, but yeah, he made it definitely entertaining. Like WWE Raw, but without the budget, WMF Medium Rare captured the chaos of live wrestling mayhem federation hardcore events held throughout Rutherford County, Tennessee in the early 2000s. This weekly series was produced by our good friend, Multimedia Monte Carlo, a local TV personality turned pro wrestling manager who would threaten to edit fans from the broadcast if they didn't give him his proper respect. So fast forward nearly 20 years later, and Mr. Carlo has brought WMF Medium Rare to YouTube. Mr. Carlo has painstakingly went back to the vault to bring this cult classic wrestling promotion back for a new generation of fans to witness. Check out WMF Medium Rare's channel over on YouTube and tell them we sent you. All right, so uh, with those two down, what, what do you got for next week? Oh, I'm trying to think. Is, I, I know you had one that was going to be really bad that you were kind of thinking about about doing are you pulling the trigger on that next week? I don't even remember which one it was. Uh, you never you never told me. You just said that you had one that was really rough. I've got one that's really I rough. Have, oh, and if you want to do a I week of terrible. One. I did have one that was really bad, but I couldn't find another version of it because it like it's the match don't start to like almost two minutes in. Gotcha. They do interviews and stuff and a clip from the week before because it was gonna be really bad, but I, I just it's too much to lead into it. So I'm gonna go with something else that I like, that I, I had already in my library to pick out so okay so so is it something decent it go, go, go ahead and tell me yours i, I i've okay. got two I've got, I've got two i'm in between one i okay. know it's going to be well actually i've got three one i know will probably okay. be bad one i'm pretty sure will be bad and one that i'm pretty sure will <laughs> actually be pretty good so okay. I'll, I'll base All off right. yours okay it's 1990 from wwc puerto rico Hurricane Castillo Jr. versus Billy Joe Travis scaffold match. I'm I'm sure technically it'll probably be rough, but it's a scaffold match, so they'll have tons of heat in Puerto Rico. So yeah. you know, um, I'm going to go for then from WWA Baron Carl von Cross and Ox Baker. Who says Baron Baron Carl von Cross and Ox Baker? Hmm. Versus okay. Andre the Giant and Dick the Bruiser. This is the one that I'm pretty sure will be bad. <laughs> um, don't know, maybe wrong. Uh, it is it is younger Andre. Um, I'm trying to find a year on it, but just looking at the picture, I can tell it's younger Andre because he's you know not fat and he's so, moving a little bit. Baron Carl von Cross. That's what what it says on the title. I wonder if it's another if he works with somebody else somewhere as a German somewhere else because there's a lot of Von got a Von Krupp Von. Uh, I wonder if it. There's a bunch of, I wonder if it's Carl Von Hess. That's what I'm saying. It might be Von Hess. There's Von Hess, Von Krupp, uh, Stolman, or I, I think it's how you pronounce Stolman, Von Stolman. It might be Hess. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, to, and I would, I would like to find. And what I'll do, I will I will look into. Uh, you know what? I I found another link of it of the exact same match. It's mm -hmm. Carl von Krupp. It's Krupp. Okay. Okay. I, I think so. This is brought to us by Squared Circle Network, and the person probably misheard it when he when he was labeling it, you yeah. know, chop, chopping it up, putting it up, and labeling it. Yeah. So yeah, it got guys. When you look it up to watch with us, if you do, it's Baron Carl von Cross on the channel, but it's actually Carl von Krupp. Okay. But uh. And worked it. He worked as killer, killer Carl Krupp. Yeah. With K's. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, sure. uh, that wouldn't work. Hey, hey, hey. Wasn't uh wasn't Kevin Thumper Jones? Didn't he work at Pulaski as like the cool crazy kid and it was all K's or something like that? Someone smart told I me that. Doubt it. And that sounds like such it. a a uh, a Kevin thing to do in Pulaski, Tennessee. <laughs> Dude, you know I this is kind of off topic, but this whole we show worked, is off topic. We worked uh, Pulaski, Tennessee in 92. We worked Lewisburg the night before, Friday night, worked Pulaski, Saturday, so we stayed the night. Um, we were going to stay in... And, we and of course, the promoter Lewisburg. got your hotel, right? Actually, he did. Oh, hey, who's the promoter? Sammy Manier. Hey, hey, Sammy. Good on you, Sammy. What? Sammy's the man. He actually paid for our hotel room for one night. Good yeah. on you, Sammy. So, Heck yeah. So we left Lewisburg. And so let's just go and drive to Pulaski and stay at, you know, hotel in Pulaski. So we got there like at three o'clock in the morning. Uh, so we got the room. Well, he gave us the money. I mean, he didn't pay for it direct. He gave, gave me the envelope with yeah, the, yeah. the hotel, you know, as an extra envelope. So we. Uh, was, was Sammy also actually, running Pulaski? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he, he ran. He was running Lewisburg and Pulaski. Yeah, both shows were. Seen. So we get the room and everything. Check out was like eleven, and uh, so I got up early because I can't sleep in hotels. Um, so I get up early. It was me, Mark Gordy, and Ray Spears. Oh, and, Rockhead. Yeah, Rockhead, Ray Spears. Oh, Rockhead, and, uh, yeah. So we, so I get up. I, I get up. Mark did up and say, "Hey, let's go get some breakfast." Ray slept. He said, kept sleeping. So we go around and around, and we, we don't know where we're at. We're in Pulaski. We have no clue about anything. I'm looking for a morning to go get some some um, some chocolate milk and some donuts. So we pulled this place. It's called. Oh, Quentin's always been a massive fan of chocolate milk, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, hate I hate white milk, but I like my chocolate milk. I know that sounds. <laughs> anyway, so and, and, and that don't fly in Pulaski. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. So we see in the grocery store, and it said. Jitney Jungle. It says what? I'm like, is this a Jitney Jungle? Jitney? Jitney Jungle. Okay. And I was yeah. like, I look, it said Jitney Jungle Grocery. And I said, is this a grocery store? So we pull in, and sure enough, it was a grocery store. We were the only white two guys in the grocery store. <laughs> so that was an experience. So I bought a big gallon of milk, and we'll get back to the hotel, and I realized... There's no refrigerator. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm like, this sucks. So I went down, got the ice bucket, went down to the, the ice machine, filled it up two times, and put the milk in the sink. <laughs> and so I was like, well, we're going to check out at 11 o'clock. I said, well, we still got like 10 bucks left over from the room. I said, do y'all want to stay another night? So we, so we took money out of our pocket the second night and bought a room. But we still had 10 bucks left over from the first night where he paid us. Pay for the room was actually more than what he gave us. So hey, I mean, he gave us more than the room was. Hey, again, hey, good on you, Sammy. Yeah, <laughs> you know and we wouldn't get paid much to begin with, but hey, that that room that weekend made up for it. So I, I know we don't yeah. do a lot of interviews on here, and we've always talked about the possibility of doing one. Mm-hmm. That's a guy I'd like to do one on. I I don't I don't know if he'd do it. I don't something I don't know. Sammy don't. But. He talks, but I don't know if he, you know, if this is be his thing. 
Right. Now, in person, you know, he'll talk to you. Exactly. I've had some of the best conversations with Sammy. Uh, can't mm-hmm. wait to the reunion to talk to him some more. I just love Sammy. But and, and maybe that's when we talk to him about it and see, engage his interest. Yeah. But I, I think that well, would be that'd be awesome. I try to get Marcus to do it. Do it. He won't do it. You know. So I mean, yeah, and I, like I don't that. know why. Yeah. I, I, I would love to interview interview Woodrow. Yeah. It just it's, it's, I don't know. They just some people don't they will talk your head off, but they don't want to. They don't want to do that. It's uh, it's I don't know. It's just one of those things. But I, mean, I, I don't know if it's. And and guys, if you listen, we're not asking you to do a shoot interview and bury anybody. Now, no. if you want to, we'll do it and laugh right along with you. <laughs> but you guys all have stories. You know, Sammy was a promoter for the Jarrett's. Yeah. You know, I would love to hear how that worked. You know? And you know, he brought um he brought in um Nick Bachwinkle to I think Lewisburg or was it Shelbyville? One of the towns he promoted for Jarrett's. Yeah, they brought Bachwinkle in making was it eighty seven? I think. Yeah. Well, and and then, and then Woodrow, you know how he broke in, who he broke in with, and plus he has yeah. to tell the story about leaving you high and dry so he could go watch that sweet Smoky Mountain show from the backstage. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and he tell you about the time in his car about uh, choke seatbelt about choke me out. <laughs> <laughs> but now there, there's some guys I would like to get on here, and maybe maybe when we go oh, to yeah. the when we go to the uh, reunion we. We we pitch it to some of them, see if there's any interest. But yeah, you know, and, and that'd give us time to change to change it up and not have to worry about matches getting screwed up and ma- making <laughs> making Zoom explode. <laughs> I, I think last week Zoom was like, "Do you really want to see Matt Bourne just drop everybody on their head?" <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. But yeah, uh, I don't know how we got on to Pulaski, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Killer uh, Carl Croup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. Glasky, yeah. home of the KKK, Killer Carl Croup, yeah. all Ks. Was it, did you hear the story, Cornet talks about his ex-wife was a madam up in, was it New Brunswick or something? Wait, what? In w- yeah. Cornette's <laughs> ex-wife Carl was a Croup. madam? Huh? Cornette's ex-wife was a madam? No, Killer Carl Croup's ex-wife okay. was a madam. I thought Cornette, Cornette met the runner of a whorehouse and it's like, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> no, they, you're talking about they booked like New Brunswick, like TV or something for uh, like New Brunswick. It was like nothing there. And he talks about how that killer croup's ex wife was a madam or something. And so he, he, uh, he uh, used her services. <laughs> Corny did? Yeah, he talks about it. It's hilarious. Oh, oh wow. I'm going to have to look that up. That's weird. It's like, um, oh, it's about several years back. Yeah. Dude, okay, yeah, you don't watch AEW. But, man, I was watching that last night. Uh, hey, hey buddy, this week I ain't watched nothing. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> man, I was watching that last night. Moxley is sloppy. I'm sorry. If you're a top star, you should not be that sloppy. I just, I don't know. It's like, he's trying. To, I guess he's trying to work his gimmick of just, I don't know, that I don't care crazy, but you're – Sloppy in the ring. He was throwing punches and like four of them missed dude and hit the mat. I was like, "What are you doing, dude? Pay attention, you know." But I mean, dude, were that were, were they uh, dark order bad? Remember, you know, the extra dark order guys who was just missing Dustin. Yeah, he missed like he missed a bunch. Like it, was, it might have been, it might have been three. It, it was bad. When you're top I, guy, I, top. I, I, I feel so. I feel so bad for that extra kid. 
because I, I I know what he was doing. He was he was a terrified that he would hurt Dustin. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, they're not focusing on me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't but, really yeah. don't want to hurt this top guy. And then next thing you know, he's viral. Yeah. The first match was, um, oh gosh, who was that first match? It was so good. And I forgot who it was. But yeah, it was really, one of the really made an impression on you, didn't it? Yeah. I, my, dude, I swear my mind is, I lose my mind. Just, I can't, I'll think of something and I go to say it and it, um, my mind just goes blank. But that first match, uh, it was, let me think. It'll come, to, it'll come to me here in a second. Can you, dude, can you, can probably, you describe it? No. I can't remember who it was. They opened the show with it. Oh, it was um, it was uh, Punk against uh, uh, Dex Harwood, dude. You gotta watch that match if you if you can find it. No, oh, I will. That that's match. A, was, oh man. I, I didn't. I didn't that know that's moment. the one that opened the show. I knew that match happened. I yes. knew that match happened, and I was excited about it. They opened the show. Hector <laughs> was over. Jr. said, "Boys by the monitor." <laughs> what did he say? He didn't say follow that. He's like. No, he's like, boys by, back there by the monitor, you got some work to do tonight. <laughs> but, man, it was so good. That, Dax Hardwood is low-key is low one of the best workers, if not the best worker in that company. Man, he is so good. Man, this match was so good. I, I'm not a punk fan, but this was a good match. It, it was really good. See, you and I disagree on uh, punk. Um, I, I don't think punk isn't your, your crisp wrestler like, like Brian. You know, like Brian Danielson. Yeah. But man, Punk is an elite level storyteller. That he is. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, let me phrase it. I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not crazy. Like, I got to watch his stuff. But like this match, he kicks it up a gear. Yeah. You know, he can go when he had, he can put on a good, good match when he, when he wants to. And this match, I guess, because, he was in there with a the guy that could go, so he hung. I mean, I guess I think he's another thing. He when it's time to go, he goes. Yeah, man, he did some arm deep arm drag. This match was so good. I was just I was watching this match after it was over. I was like, wow, really, really good match. But yeah, if you find it, definitely watch it, man, because it is a good match. I never did. I really enjoyed it. So, but then they had them. I said then they had Moxley and um, Danielson. And Moxley just. I don't know. He needs to tone it down because he's just trying to be all crazy and all over the place, and it's it's he's sloppy on stuff. But then again, it don't help being your partner. Everything he does is technically sound. <laughs> Danielson, yeah, you know? yeah. He, he, he's the <laughs> he's the crispest wrestler to just about ever live. Probably, yeah, he's there. the only person maybe crisper than him would be like Malenko or or Lance Storm, but Danielson has more intensity than either one of those guys had. You know oh, what I mean? Definitely. Well, but, but yeah, this I'd say this match was really it was really good. Um I mean I like AEW, but man, this I thought this was one of the better ones I've probably the best one I've seen on TV from them probably. If not the best, top five at least. That's awesome. Yeah, now, that's so good. With with those two names involved, that's a that's a match I'll be I'll be hunting now. Yeah, if you can find I'm sure you somebody, you know find it somewhere eventually to be able to see it because it's yeah i was i really they're turning them baby face slowly do you know that ftr yeah good yeah because they fired uh totally and i and i know who uh, they're hinting on bringing in i don't know if they're going to do it but they're hinting about giving them a new manager oh harley yeah brett who is it really 
there's been chatter online about it. I mean, and by, by chatter, I mean Dax Hardwood going, hey, Brett, what's your schedule like? <laughs> well, they got it out. Yeah, they're, they're uh, I think next week they're working uh, the gun boys. So I don't know how good that'll be, but. It'll be the best match the gun gun clubs ever had. Oh, definitely, definitely. That definitely will be. That one, the, the tall one, he looked, he, he looked just like Billy Gunn back when the smoking guns first started. Yep. 100%. 100%. Cause, cause it, it's weird how Billy Gunn didn't get a body until he'd been up there five years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it, he looks tall, you know, ain't got much of a body. That, now, the other short one, he's jacked. But the tall one, yeah, he, must, he looks like him in the face. And uh, yeah, <laughs> looks just like him when they started as the smoking guns. So I, I, I one of the YouTube channels I follow um, is Billy. They got I forgot his name, but he's a he's Billy Gunn's training partner. And I see how Billy trains, like even nowadays at what is he sixty? He's in his late fifties. Bro, he might be 60, dude, they're sitting there benching four hundred pounds on an inclined bench and doing behind the neck <laughs> presses with stupid weight. Yeah, I was like, these guys, holy cow! And then you know, I see their what they eat and all that. These guys are beasts, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sting worked, man. He's like, he like turned like sixty two or sixty three. Yeah. I'm like, and he's under. I mean, dude, he looked good for that for that. Age. He was running, doing the splashes and stuff. I mean, yeah, I was shocked when I saw that yesterday. But uh, yeah, check that match out. That's really good. Um, I, I will, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm about a week behind in, in everything that's going on in wrestling because we were we were doing those taping bubbles. Um, and uh, as of press time, uh, hopefully everybody knows. And if you didn't, you need to go get NWA All Access and, and check it out. But uh, unfortunately, the ill begotten did not go on to win the uh, the twenty twenty two Crockett Cup. <laughs> the uh, always our, next year. Yeah, always next year. Our, our luck of the draw was kind of unfortunate. Uh, you know, Doug, Doug Williams and Harry Smith is uh, that's quite a roadblock to put in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> what what we have learned is God. You know, people say God creates all men equal, and then you look across the ring, and you say Harry Smith, and you go, No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I was ringside. We, we elected to have uh, Rush Freeman and Alex Taylor do the do the damage for the team. Uh, Harry backdropped Alex Taylor, and I think he landed two days later in the taping. My <laughs> God. He backdropped him from Nolan's Road and landed on Dickerson Road, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, ba- he backdropped him from the fairgrounds. He landed at Skyway Studios. That he is. It was uh, – <laughs> It, so how was that Skyway Studios place? It's nice? awesome, man. It's a you know it's 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 a studio. Uh, honestly, to be real, when when we put the setup in there, it looked more like the six oh five show than it does in Atlanta. Really? Yeah, just like how how it's cool. set up. Um, I and we it. and we would have you know a hundred or so fans in there. And Nashville, let me give you credit. And I figured it would be this way, and I'm glad it was. The Atlanta crowd's great. The Nashville crowd was on fire for long taping days. I'm talking from 7 till past 11. Wow. And they never lost energy. So, Nashville, I knew you guys could do it, and you did it. Thank you. 
they were on fire that uh, you know what that uh studio was originally what skyway yeah what a sam's Sam's club yeah i could see it it was our sam's club in nashville i could see it uh interesting interesting thing about skyway impacts offices are in there oh really so uh, I got to meet somebody very briefly. We didn't ha- have much of a conversation like, besides, you know, hey, nice to meet you. Met David Zahadi. Okay. For those who don't know who David Zahadi is, uh, every every video package that, you know, if you're my age that you marked out for as a kid in WWF, David Zahadi. Like, he, did, he did all those highlight packages. And then he went to work for Impact and he did all those packages. Um, I think the most, the most famous was the... Uh, is one of the WrestleManias and has done the Limp Biscuits my way. And, and it's, yeah, David's a hottie. So it was, it was so really, I, really cool to meet him. They got their office in there full time? Yeah. Stay, their office stays in there? Wow. I believe so. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, that started off as a Sam's Club back in the 80s. It was the first one in Nashville. And then toward, what was it, early 90s, they built it, the one out there at Rivergate, and they closed that and down. And it then it became a... Was it W WBN fifty eight? I think I think it's what it became then. I'm pretty sure it's what it was. WB one of those. But yeah, it was a, it was a Sam's Club. So, but um, you know, and and obviously I can't talk about any, any spoilers from the tapings. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, so how'd it go? But I was like, yeah, I can't. But but I can tell you, I can tell you cool things that I, I was I was able to do. Um, had a about 15 minute 20 minute conversation with blue meanie about uh he used to come really? down he used to come down to his part of that you know that those fans that would come down to memphis to do it and for like a week and go to all the memphis towns oh really yeah so he, he got to tell he told me about that they did mid south so he told, told me about you know traveling as a fan and to all these different territories um so, which was pretty cool that was a fun conversation and then this one was random. I, I was I was just sitting out back because it was nice, you know, and I was tired of being stuck inside. And our batch wasn't till late. So I sit outside and it's just me. And then the, the door opens and it's all oh, old sinister ministers out there taking a smoke break. <laughs> and uh, we just started talking. He, he asked me what a ring runs nowadays. And that started the conversation. Next thing I know, 30 minutes later. And we're just talking about old school wrestling, man. And it was, <laughs> it, it was so awesome. You know, just that I, I love the wrestling part, but like just the part, the part where the guys I watched as a kid are coming up and we're just having conversations about what we yeah. love about wrestling. You know I mean? It, it's That's so cool. rad to, to the, you know, year 2000, Jeremiah Plunkett thinking that I'm going to have a wrestling conversation with Sinister Minister one day. Never would have <laughs> thought it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know he worked Smoky Mountain? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. James Vanderberg. Oh, no. What was he there? Um, and Horn. Yeah. And Horn, wasn't it? Yeah. And he would also, like and he would sneak the most terrible stuff you could sneak past the, uh, like his say stuff in Carney. That was just awful. It was Van Horn, wasn't it? I think. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Daryl Van Horn. Okay. Yeah, it was Daryl Van Horn. He had the little fez on. And then it was James Vanderberg. Is James Vanderberg at WCW? Okay, yeah, right okay. But uh, but old Sin Men, he's uh, he's awesome. He is he is <laughs> awesome. Meanie is Fair a tr- Meanie's a treat, of course. Just the nicest guy ever. Yeah. yeah this was this fun times, man. It's really cool. Just how everybody oh, com- cool. comes together. You know, 
got guys like Rodney Mack in the back, the scariest man on the planet, <laughs> who, who, who's who's married to, and this is her catchphrase. This isn't me saying anything bad. The baddest bitch in the game, Jazz. You know what I mean? Like th- think about that as a couple, two people who could just rip your head off. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's cool, man. Uh, the last night we had a uh, Mike Jackson in. Oh, really? Oh, Action Jackson, baby. I hope I'm not he giving worked? away a surprise on that. Oh, come on. Oh, yes, he doesn't stooge it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Only thing better is that you would have had a match with George South and Action J- Mike Jackson as a team. That would. Unfor- that's unfor- what they had. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But man, I'd be front row for it. I know. <laughs> That'd be awesome right there. <laughs> I would uh, I would be front row for it. That's what I should have put them together for the Crockett Cup. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of which, and I and I can't talk about Crockett Cup since that already went through. The finals for Crockett Cup, Doug Williams and Harry Smith versus the Briscoes was mm-hmm. amazing. I bet. I was say I bet that was really good. Holy cow. <laughs> Um, and the main event, Nick Aldis and Matt Cardona for the world title with Jeff Jarrett as the referee. Good stuff. I'm sure that, sure that was really good. Okay. Not, not, I don't think, not the finish I think anybody was expecting. Cardona slipped away and uh, slipped away with the 10 pounds of gold. Man, it was, it was a good event. Was, again, Nashville showed up and showed out. They're hot. I, and hopefully that means Nashville is going to be a regular stop for us. And I would be all about that. That's what I was saying, truly, of that good of a turnout and everything, the way it went, that they'll be able to do their um, do stuff here in Nashville. You know? Yeah, and, and that and that's not even me being selfish and enjoying waking up in my own bed. <laughs> I mean, I stayed at the hotel, but the day of the first day, I woke up in my own bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it seemed like because I remember, you know, because there's nobody. Does anybody live in Atlanta that works there? Oh yeah. Wise? Oh, office-wise, uh, I don't think so. No, lot, lot. What about work? Yeah, I mean, not not Atlanta proper that I know of, but you know, around Georgia. Yeah, we definitely have a good a good Georgia presence on there. Okay, well, still ain't that far away though. Yeah, exactly. Nashville, Atlanta. Well, that'd be cool if they making bit something. Was there a um some kind of convention or something down there at the fairgrounds, or was that the day after you, after the? Um, one of the, uh, sun, the, the Sunday, so night two of Crockett cup, they had, well, the, it may have been Saturday too, but I sure didn't see a lot of people in the venue, but they had a comic con going on next door. They didn't have a good turnout. Oh, the, the Saturday, I didn't see a lot of stuff set up. So I don't know if they had the comic con on the Saturday, but on oh, the Sunday, on the Sunday, they were all set up. Uh, as a matter of fact, because of which, um, LT Falk was there signing. So LT mm-hmm. stopped by. Um, to which I looked at him, I go, where's your dad? And, <laughs> and he goes, oh, he's at home. I go, you call your dad and you tell him to get down here. And apparently it now, took a little bit of convincing. I get a guarantee. <laughs> uh, it took a little bit of convincing, but he showed up. And I, I oh, think, really? He, yeah, oh yeah, he showed up and I think he had a good time. Um, you know, but you got to see people ain't seen in a while. You know, Austin Idol was there. You know, I saw, I saw them chit-chatting, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I can say some person who was there because he's he works for a different company, but he was there to say hi. Uh, yeah, don't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not a, not a worker. You know, he works backstage, but he works local, yeah. and he was just there to say hi to the boys. You know, we just had a lot of people pop popping by to say hey. 
which is cool to see see a reunion. But you you know me, as soon as I saw Tony walk through that door, I ran up, gave him a hug, and said, "When are we having that match?" When <laughs> you having that match? Oh my! I've, I, I've been on him for years about it. <laughs> now the money, get the money, got to be there. <laughs> All right, T- Tony, we'll find someone to pay you. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that's funny. All right. Um, so you, are we plugging him or you got all the plugs on the well, thing now? There, there are a couple I don't have, have fully recorded. So what first thing we need to do, we got the uh, Luthez UWA. What do we got new? We got anything new popping up on that? Because I'll be Man, honest, I, I have I not looked at the Facebook this week. <laughs> I've stayed I away from social media. I was going to do it tonight. Um, okay. It's been a, been a weird week. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I'm gonna put stuff bro, on you're preaching to the choir on the weird week, trust me. So I, 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 <laughs> well, I you have you. an excuse, I don't. <laughs> so, so keep an eye out for Luthez's UWA over on the Facebook. Quentin will have some new stuff out for you very, very shortly. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of the stuff I've got the videos for and don't. Well, please like and subscribe to us on YouTube uh, and on Spotify or but what is it, Apple no, is it Apple Music? No, uh, iTunes. iTunes. My bro- guys, my brain's not working because th- this is this was my schedule. It was noon to whenever we got done taping, usually about 11, 11.30. Go to the hotel, take a shower, go to the hel- go to the hotel restaurant, eat, then go to the hotel lobby and talk and maybe have a few beers, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, have beers, <laughs> and then wake up at 7, hit the gym, and do it all over again. Yeah. So... <laughs> So five days of that, my brain's a little fried. Yeah. I said, you got an excuse, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, please, please like and subscribe. Uh, you know, leave a comment, good, bad, indifferent. At least we know someone took a chance to listen to us. Uh, let us know what we can improve on. We're, we're always trying to improve. I'm trying to, you know, get better at my editing skills uh, and get you a good polished product out um, as much as we can. And let's see, let's see, let's see. Let me run it through in the head. Um, if you want to get any kind of t-shirts or anything, those can be found over at storefrontier.com slash Plunky's gimmick table. Um, yeah, man, obviously the design, I wanted it to make it in time. Hopefully it'll come at some point, <laughs> or I may just have to find a new graphic designer. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's unfortunate, but there, there's some cool stuff up there. Again, my favorite is still the heels don't get happy ending shirt. <laughs> that, that's a hundred percent my favorite one. I will love that design till I die. <laughs> and yeah, all, I think all the rest of the stuff is uh, we, we you have already heard interdispersed within the podcast. Okay. Obviously, th- th- this podcast now. has been a little uh, discombobulated <laughs> because I'm a little yeah, discombobulated yeah. tonight. But yeah, it's been, we're not we're our things are never smooth, but you know we just go with it, get what we got. Yeah. Um, go and uh, like and subscribe to the people we use their videos on YouTube. Yes, uh, uh, today was Randall G and Squared Circle Network. Um, no, nope. I, I, you, you, you're exactly right. something. Something wrestling TV. Yeah, you're right. Squared Circle Network was was what I have for next week. My apologies, yeah. but please subscribe <laughs> to Squared Circle Network because we have used them and will. Yeah, um, we it, used it was old too. school wrestling TV, I believe. Yeah, yeah old school yeah. wrestling TV uh, and Randall G. Yeah, like I said, go yeah, all the ones we've used. Go, you know. Show them some love because, like I said, without them, we couldn't watch the videos. Also, um, if you're on Twitter uh, and you like Lucha, um, go over there and follow um, 
Roy Lucher, he's a lucha expert. He puts a lot of lucha indie stuff from the early '90s and stuff on there. Um, he, um, yeah, he, it's it's if you like lucha, it's really interesting. And also uh, Tim Tim Hornbreaker, I guess that's how you say Hornbreaker. Hornbreaker, I guess how you pronounce it. He has got a his Horn, Twitter Baker. Okay, yeah, and it was something like that. Um, he does. He's he's a history guy. Does books? Does he's worked with Scott Till some some stuff? Um, so he knows he's, he's one of those guys that knows knows you know he knows knows the business uh, knows what he's doing. He has a uh, on his on his Twitter page he puts stuff he has a, a Patreon page, but he'll put he'll put stuff he has um, on his Twitter to show you a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Is I don't know how much because I'm not plugging his Patreon because I don't I've never been on or nothing but. He just put on his Twitter, he puts a little, you know, like samples of what some of his stuff is on his uh, Patreon. And man, he's got some really obscure stuff like letters. Uh, he had one the other day uh, from uh, LaBelle that ran NWA out in California. This is like early 70s, a letter to uh, to Eddie Graham about a station in Florida it was a Spanish station airing his um, program without his um, uh, uh, consent. What's the word I'm for? Yeah, consent approval. And they were uh, they're putting it on. And uh, he had the letter that he wrote to Graham and to uh, the actual Spanish station in Florida. And it just puts this weird stuff you've never seen before. I've never seen before. So if you're a history buff, go check him out. Um, like I say, he puts all you know, samples of stuff. And if you like that, you might want to subscribe to his Patreon thing. I actually, I've thought about it just how much it is. It you know, ain't too much. Cause uh, he has a lot of interesting stuff that I've, you know, I hadn't seen anywhere. So, so oh, if you're yeah. a history buff, go check it out. And, uh, and while, we, while I'm thinking about it, uh, please go over and, uh, subscribe and give a like to the, give me back my pro wrestling podcast. Uh, my, my old man, the old untouchables manager, Jimmy street, um is is heading up to give me back my pro wrestling podcast as well as uh, as the co-host of uh is it live with wolfie d i, I should really I guess have known this. I guess oh, yeah I but li- live with wolfie d and th- that whole group right there uh so yeah give them a like and subscribe uh they i did an interview with them a couple weeks ago uh that dropped on the on the 17th and it was really fun um we you know, and it, and it wasn't the whole how'd you get started and all this. We talked a lot about yeah. you know old Nashville wrestling, right? Like we talked about the the stuff that like the two thousands era of Nashville wrestling, which Nashville was you know was was hot for there being no at a time when wrestling wasn't hot. You know, we, we didn't have we, there were some big crowds or what some not big crowds or wasn't a lot of money, but everybody no. was coming through Nashville. Yeah, 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 definitely with um. Burt Prentice's uh, deal with WCW. I was there for that. When yeah. the WCW when the guys came in, I was down. I was working for Burt during that time. So we had a lot of at the time they wasn't, you know, stars with the line, those guys became stars. So well, yeah. and then, and then when, when TNA was in town, we would yeah. the entire roster would work at the stadium in. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, you think about it, yeah. Nashville was a really interesting time period around that time, early two thousands. Really interesting. Yeah, I, I think TNA. Cool. I, I think TNA being being there helped the area. I think it also hurt the area because it made it where they thought just because they saw so many names all the time that yeah. when you brought them back, they're like, "Oh, that's a local guy." And it's like, "No, he's really not." You're just used to seeing him because 
they would do Wednesday yeah. night and then they'd stay yeah. over and do a Friday night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's yeah, it goes both ways on that. But yeah, I think about it, yeah, it was really interesting time there in the early 2000s. All right, well, we rambled enough. We got to wrap this thing up. Is there anything else you want to add? No, nah, man, I'm good. Just glad, glad to be back, and I'm going to be glad to get some sleep tonight. <laughs> All right, if you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma, hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.